0: Welcome to Day 348 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul Camp here with David Keefe, who cares deeply, Matt Kresge and Katie Kresge. And uh, we are um, continuing through the book of Revelation. We spent a lot of time in the introduction to Revelation yesterday, and I've just kind of read the book and picked, you know, some of the highlights. Uh, we continue to read. Uh, you know, the letters to the churches, which are uh, unique in Jesus Christ himself as is looking at these churches and evaluating, you know, who they are in their faithfulness uh, to him. And of course, every one of them ends, you know, with the phrase, whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit is saying, you know, to the churches. So these are not only messages to historical churches, you know, that uh, John ministered in, but they're also uh, messages to us as well. And we can see our reflection uh, you know, in in many ways, and in, 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 in all of these, you know, in all of these churches. So we pick up uh, the letters of the churches in Revelation chapter three. Before we do, let's offer ourselves in this moment, you know, to the Lord. Matt, do you mind lifting us up in yeah, prayer?
1: Let's pray, Father. We thank you for your Word and, and the words of Revelation. Uh, we thank you for the reminder that um, those who read this Word aloud are blessed and and find encouragement and so father we ask that you would encourage us with your word today Uh, remind us of uh, the salvation we have in christ jesus of of the incredible um, realities that are ours because of cross and resurrection Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Uh, father we thank you for this time together and the means by which we can read together be encouraged as your body and your church And, and so help us to be uh, faithful, as we consider other churches in Revelation and and um, the word of the Lord to them, uh, would we heed their word and and hear it? Uh, would we be those who um, have ears to hear and are um, blessed by the hearing of the word? We love you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Revelation chapter three verse one: To the angel of the church in Sardis, write: These are the words of him who holds the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your deeds. You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up. Strengthen what remains and is about to die, for I found your deeds unfinished in the sight of my God. Remember, therefore, what you have received and heard. Hold it fast and repent. But if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know at what time I will come to you. Yet you have few people in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes. They will walk with me dressed in white, for they are worthy. The one who is victorious will, like them, be dressed in white. I'll never blot out the name of that person from the book of life, but will acknowledge that name before my Father and his angels. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, These are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. What he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. I know your deeds. See, I place before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength, yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. I will make those who are of the synagogue of Satan who claim to be Jews that they are not, but are liars. I will make them come and fall down at your feet and acknowledge that I have loved you. Since you have kept my command to endure patiently, I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come on the whole world to test the inhabitants of the earth. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. One is victorious, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will they leave it. I'll write on them the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I also write on them my new name. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the angel of the church in Laodicea I write, These are the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you're neither hot nor cold. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you're lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. You say I'm rich, I have acquired wealth, and do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you're wretched, pitiful, poor, blind and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so you can become rich, and white clothes to wear so that you can cover your shameful nakedness, and salve to put on your eyes so that you can see. Those whom I love I rebuke and discipline, so be earnest and repent. Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come in and eat with that person and they with me. To the one who is victorious, I'll give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat down with my Father on his throne. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. After this I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven, and the voice I had heard first, speaking to me like a trumpet, said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven, and someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and ruby, a rainbow that shone like an emerald encircled the throne. Surrounding the throne were twenty-four other thrones, and seated on them were twenty-four elders. They were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumbles, and peals of thunder. In front of the throne, seven lamps were burning. These were the seven spirits of God. Also in front of the throne, there was what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. In the center around the throne were four living creatures, and they were covered uh, and they covered their eyes in front and in back, and they were covered with eyes in front and back. The first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a face like a man. The fourth was like a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under its wings. Day and night they never stop saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, you are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they were created, and have their being. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we move from a very earthly vision of churches who are uh, struggling to remain faithful in the middle of persecution uh, to a heavenly, you know, vision of uh, these creatures before the throne that are covered with eyes and uh, have, you know, have six wings and are proclaiming the holiness of God, and every time they proclaim the holiness of God, you have the 24 elders, uh, you know, who fall before the throne, and they take the crowns off their heads, and they place them mm-hmm. at the foot of the one who is uh, holy. I remember, you know, I uh, had a, a dear friend uh, who was part of the ministry of navigators, you know, for years, and of course, navigators really emphasized memorizing scripture and, uh, uh, you know, studying scripture, and I want to ask him, you know, what is your favorite verse? Which is kind of a, a great navigator question. And he he said uh, Revelation uh, four eleven. You are worthy, our Lord and God, receive glory and honor and, and power, for you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. Mm-hmm. That's a profound verse. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it is a profound verse. And
2: humbling too.
0: No, deep deeply humbling. Uh, you, you love the vision of. You know, we, have, we emphasize, you know, in a lot of times I guess we even joke when we talk about our crowns yeah. and because we think we've endured, you know, something that's, that's difficult, which is usually a, a sermon that goes about five minutes over time. Uh, but uh, the, the crowns here are what any glory that ever comes to us should be, a way of honoring the greater glory mm-hmm. uh, of the one who is seated on the throne.
2: Yeah, I love that they're laying their crowns down before Him, and because He is worthy, He is the only thing worthy, um, the only one worthy of of all of that worship, and the only one who can bear the weight of all that worship. Um, it's a beautiful picture of of humility before God.
1: I love the image too of it <coughs> being twenty-four elders, you know, and you wow. get talking about the symbolism of of Revelation, and you have the twelve tribes of. In the Old Testament, twelve tribes of Israel, and then you have the twelve disciples. You know, the Old Testament people of God, the New Testament people of God, together at the throne, you know, worshiping, laying down, you know, the, the throne of Jesus, and just a reminder to us that who is it that is at the throne, worshiping this God? It is the people of God, and you know, these twenty-four elders are the representation. Yeah, of people
0: and, and, of God. and you push the, you, you can push further and find them as the foundations and the gates of the yeah. New Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. You know that comes you know comes down from heaven. Of course, you're going to also run into the number 144, which is 12 times 12. So this uh, you know significant, uh, uh, significant image of the completeness of God's people, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. You know, joined together as a single people of God before the throne of God.
2: Mm-hmm. I abs- I just love um, going back to just the letters. Um, to the, the church in Laodicea. Which is usually
0: how we do our podcast. We start, <laughs> start, start at the end yeah. and work our way yeah. backwards. Get somewhere.
2: Yep. Um, Just verse 19, those whom I love I rebuke and discipline, so be earnest and repent. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come in and eat with that person and they with me. And then he goes on and says, to the one who's victorious, I'll give the right to sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. I mean that is just so gracious and he's the picture of him standing at our door and knocking like if i sorry um if i knew if 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 i knew that he was just standing at my door and knocking like of course i would let him in you know um so well, i think, <laughs> I think he an is I think, I, th- yeah. <laughs> I
0: think he is kidding right i know and so heart. just I if I, I had if
2: that was literally actually like at my house, I heard him knocking. I knew it was Jesus. Like, of course, I would run to the door and let him in. But how often do I not let him in um, into my heart, into my life? Because it's not easy. Because um, it doesn't feel easy in the moment, and because there is other things that I think are are better. And um, and so I just love that he says, "I stand and knock, and if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come in and eat with that person, they with me." I mean, the fellowship and communion that we have with him. Um, it's not we don't deserve it we don't earn it and it's just grace it's just
0: nor, you know, nor do we realize the privilege it is to possess it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so we have made as a small thing the privilege of of having him come in and share a meal with us which is so symbolic you know throughout you know the Old and the New Testament uh, you know the final act that he did with his disciples was share a meal and give it eternal significance mm-hmm. you know before going to the cross the promise of Isaiah is that one day we'll all be gathered on the mountain of the Lord, where there is a, the choicest of food and the richest of wines? And so, um, most uh, you know of the, the covenants in the Old Testament are sealed with a banquet. And of course, we are in covenant, and the banquet is personal fellowship with Him, uh, which is which is deep. And it's interesting that He talks about you know, standing at the door, and this is the move into chapter four, which before me was an open door. Mm-hmm. And uh, and in that open door, you see the one seated on the throne, and, and you begin to realize the depth of the privilege you have to be in communion uh, with with a God that is far more glorious than we we could imagine. Mm-hmm. With creatures, you know, that that cover themselves in His That's presence crazy. that are more awesome mm-hmm. than we can imagine. I mean, just to see one of those creatures would uh, you know blow us away. Much less the one that they cover. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, mm. themselves, you know, for and the one that the elders are laying there. So it is a, you know, it is a, we, oh, uh, I, d- I don't know, we've just reduced fellowship with God to, you know, quiet times and
1: things we can manage.
0: Yeah, and, yeah. You know, check it off. And, when
3: even the same church is yeah. saying, you know, I am rich, I've acquired wealth and don't need a thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, you know, and he goes on, you now realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked and then he's standing there offering himself to these people who think they have everything they would ever need anyways. Yeah. And yet we realise they actually don't have anything apart from him. Right. Mm-hmm. And there Christ stands offering himself. Yeah.
2: You, yeah. think, you think you have all the clothes that you could ever need. You're actually naked. You know, you think that you understand everything. No, you're actually blind and you're poor, and I feel sorry for you. <laughs> and, you know, verse 18, I counsel you to buy me, buy from me gold refined in the fire so you can become rich and white clothes to wear so you can cover your shameful nakedness and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. He offers us those things yeah. in himself.
0: Mm. And, and unfortunately, when you take the combination of this church and the church, in Ephesus, you know that describes us. We've left yeah. our first love, and we, yeah. we feel so self sufficient. Uh-huh. You know, I really, you know, part of the reason we we don't rush to the door using Katie's image, you know, from a while ago. Part of the reason we don't rush to the door is what I, we really don't I'm need good. anything. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, we, we've we've got everything we need, and and the things you know that we don't have, we're we're soon to acquire. We're yeah. saving for them, and when our own resources, we can get them, and and we're defined by the things that we have. Uh, you know, that's it's just you know. He says, you say, I am rich, I have acquired wealth, and don't need anything, but you do not realize that you're wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. Mm -hmm. Wow. I think that's
1: that's one of the things that strikes me about these churches is a lot of times we think of um, apostasy or or walking away from the Lord as like this drastic, we we see it happen. Mm -hmm. And yet in the indictment, I guess to every church except for the Church of Philadelphia is Mm -hmm. You've drifted from me. You, you've, and you know whether it was intentional or unintentional. At some point, you were faithful. You were remaining in me. You know, but now here's where you are. Yeah. Wake up. Return to that first love. Return to what you did previously. Yeah. And, and I think that's the call for every one of us. Is and I think and one of the things I think that John does when he, especially when he moves to Revelation four, is how do we. How do we replace? How do we get back to where we're, it's seeing Jesus rightly? Beholding it's, it's beholding Him, looking to the throne, and and I love the images of the throne. You know, we talked about uh, in the podcast yesterday, kind of these Old Testament images, and and you can't help but think of verse five when it says, "From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings, and peals of thunder." And you know, when do we? When have we seen that Sinai? Sinai. You yeah. know, it would have been an obvious John saying. Man, just as God was with His people, and and you know these images were so present. Here it is at the throne. You know, Jesus is king with His people.
0: Mm. That's cool. And we see the eyes, you know, around the throne. You know, an image from Ezekiel. I mean, there, there's too many Old Testament <laughs> images to you know bring every you know bring everything forward. But um, what an invitation we have to end on. Here I am. I'm, I'm standing at the door knocking, and that's not a. Uh, we're not talking about initial salvation we're talking about a restoration we're, we're talking about the restoration of fellowship brought by repentance from people who realize mm-hmm. that they are uh, in great need of, of a savior mm-hmm. and the savior that we've received in him is far more adequate far more beautiful far more desirable than we could ever imagine mm-hmm. David wants you not uh, you close out the week for us with yeah. a word of prayer this, pray. this prayer has to last us all the way to Sunday oh
3: man uh, <laughs> Uh, and Father, we, uh, we repent for all the times that we are just an unhumble people, a, a prideful, self sufficient, acting like we have everything together people. Um, but we know, as Scripture tells us, um, who we truly are and what we truly need, and, and that would be You. Uh, so, Father, may we be a people who are quick to repent and to return back to You to, to enjoy the fellowship and, and the joy. Um, that comes with with being known by you and and knowing you Um, father may you do that deep work in our own lives and the lives of anyone listening as well um, for your glory and our joy we this all in the name of jesus amen